0: Welcome to Sacred Exploration with Lisa Tremont Oda. Are you making the most of your experience as a spiritual being in physical form? Do you want to live with greater levels of peace and integrity? Today, Lisa and her guests will help you discover, uncover, and recover what's missing in yourself. Now, here's your host, Lisa Tremont Oda. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Exploration. I'm your host, Lisa Tremont Ota, and it's such a pleasure to be with you here today. Um, As I like to mention in many of our shows, the purpose of Sacred Exploration is to do just that, to explore the sacred. You might call it by another name, the divine, God, love. There are an infinite number of names. Today, we're going to be exploring the topic of singing through our voice, using our voice, which is one of those aspects that by the mere fact that we're all human we all have access to our voice but so often we don't utilize these gifts that we're given just by being human and that is one of them and I've had my own exploration with my voice um in fact uh I did a very deep meditation about four years ago and uh mother ayahuasca uh sent me the message that I was to sing. And honestly, it felt like a cosmic joke. It really did. It felt like a cosmic joke, even if my, mo- my mother did sing all my life. But I take um, direction from spirit quite seriously. And so I sought out a um, voice teacher for myself. And that led me to my guest today, Jenna Rose Johnson. Welcome to the show Jenna Rose. (laughs) Glad to be here. Well, we're going to start by just playing something that Jenna Rose sings. um, Just to kind of set the stage and the tone for the rest of our show today. So make yourselves comfortable. Take a couple of deep breaths. In fact, let's do that together right now. (laughs) (sighs) Once more.
1: (sighs) All right. And, Jenna, if you would share with us. Yes, this is uh, a chant I wrote. It's called, When Speaking Truth, I Give a Gift.
0: When speaking truth, This makes me want to start singing. <laughs> now, were, were, were those words to a song that you sang or were those words that came through you?
1: Words that came through me. Beautiful. Um, it's, it's a chant I wrote, and it was just one of those days where I was at the keyboard and was coming out of a deep meditation and it, and reflecting on times... I think at that particular time, I was having a difficulty in coming forth with something that was really important to say because I was afraid how the person would receive it. Mm-hmm. And I made the decision to do it. And my prayer, the guidance I wanted was that I so that I was, was like, like a warm-up to your actually. To, yeah, exactly, your truth to this person. exactly. And mm-hmm. then, and then this, you know, this song came through, and their response really was. I didn't sing the song to them. I did speak right. to them, um, but mm-hmm. but their their response, they could hear me. They mm-hmm. could um, they didn't go crazy like I thought they would. They mm-hmm. really just could hear me. and
0: huh.
1: anyway, but that's this beautiful. this was something that that came out of uh, that experience.
0: <laughs> well, that's one thing that I remember learning from you. So, as I said, I was given this message to sing, which I'm still working on. And I've I uh, worked with Jenna Rose uh, privately on an individual basis, and then I've also participated in an all-women's um, retreat. Really, it was a weekend retreat, mm-hmm. and
1: um, before the Middletown fire,
0: <laughs> before the Middletown fire, right. And it was just lovely, and, and um, now I'm going to continue doing some more work with her along with my son, and so it's the gift that keeps on giving, but what's really exciting right now is that you are on a new journey of your own, expressive excursions, yes. and um, that's what, vocal adventures and vans and sedans? <laughs>
1: that's right explain that what is that about well I figured if Jerry Seinfeld no actually how it came together it's interesting Um, a a few things came together one was when I first moved to Pacific Grove which is where we're filming today uh, my home Um, but when I first moved here I really had had just come from the fire you know the Middletown fire and those those five towns that burned down I was there that day Uh, you were there that day day. wow Lisa yeah yeah. so you know intimately Mm -hmm. so September 12th 2015 Fifteen, and uh, you know, many people who went through that experience decided to live by water. It was just absolutely calling; it was a must. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I found, refound Pacific Grove, moved here. And in the settling process and deciding that I wanted to continue with my vocal coaching, I was finding a really hard way, a hard time of of fitting in. It's like they didn't know what to make of what I was coming to offer. Mm -hmm. So long story short, I thought, well, I need to um, I need to think outside the box and I'm going to continue doing what I do. I'm not, you know, a cookie cutter teacher. I don't just go into, I probably wouldn't fit into a public school very well. I don't know, maybe an alternative school, yes. But <laughs> anyway, I have my own alternative school and that is the workshops that I do. And I thought, well, I got inspired by um, a, few, uh, a few, well, two, two TV shows. One, Jerry Seinfeld. Comedians, he's inspiring. he's inspiring with his comedians and getting coffee in their cars, and then James Corden's um, karaoke carpool, which you know, the, the work I do isn't <laughs> like too light and fluffy. We do get silly, I will say that. But Good. anyway, we do. But um, that, and then I was thinking about, well, how do I really think of myself as as a coach? What is my style? And the the perfect example would be if you watch the movie The King's Speech, right. Lionel Logue, I feel like I'm the female version of him, but instead of helping stutterers I'm and helping them speak, my journey is about singing and helping people not just sing, but sound and explore their voice in a way where it's not about just following the black notes on the page. We can put them there at some point if you'd like, but it's really finding the notes inside and um, uh, my thought was that, well, what if, what if I were to respond to the 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 knowing that my students, who always would say when well, I'd say, "Did you practice this week? Did you have some time to spend with our lesson?" They'd be, "Oh yeah, well, mostly in the car." In the car. In that's the right. In the car. That's the windows where we're shut and- There you go. <laughs> and why? Why? Because we feel safe. It feels private. I thought, well, what if I could take the place where everyone that's their go-to safe place anyway. That makes more sense than in the shower for a business. (laughs) exactly. So I thought, yeah, the shower, the other place is the shower, right? Let's not do that right. Right. So I thought, okay, let's do this. And so it's amazing how quickly this is moving. But here I am in this beautiful locale. It's gorgeous here. Wouldn't it be great to take people out into these magical, beautiful places in nature and integrate the work that we would have done in a little room or a big room or a hall somewhere? And take it out into nature. Beautiful. So that's what I've done. I've put together all these different kind of trips, whether it's like a vegan vegan thing or a vegetarian vegan thing, or whether it's a, a wine tasting and kind of foodie thing, or whether it's just like uh, super adventurous and physical. There's just a variety of things we can do. So that's I love what's it. Happening. We're gonna
0: do a little bit of that today. And We're tomorrow to, aren't we?
1: Yeah, we're going to have our little excursion. It's going to be fun. I'm so we're excited. Time. I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> to see what this
0: is all about firsthand. Yes, indeed. Oh, well, So there's so much to singing. Um, could you speak a little bit to
1: the sacred aspect of voice? Absolutely. It's That's really what it comes down to. Um, for me, what I see this, when I was reflecting on what has my work been over the last 30-some years, what it's all come down to is it's about self-discovery. What keeps me excited about teaching, about facilitating workshops, and now these excursions, is it's really so beautiful. There's something so pure and so beautiful about seeing someone come into their voice for the first time, Uh, um, explore sounds or find this deeper cycle. I work with um, learning how to deepen the breath cycle. And to go into these places, very intimate places with people. Unexplored places. Unexplored. And to be able to have that person, and you can just see their whole being change, their whole countenance. It's just like they go from a place maybe of like, you know, Oh, ha, 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 you know, nervous laughter or whatever, to, wow, <laughs> this is really amazing. And it's almost like when, when the eyes reopen, there's a feeling of everything's cleaner, calmer. Clearer. Clearer mm-hmm. and more energized mm-hmm. and more alive at the same time. So this sacred, this journey of going into nature, where all around us, we, we, the inspiration is right there, the beauty is just everywhere you look. And then to see that and have that be inside of us and find the sounds and the breath and the songs and the words and the images and pull that out. It's it's.
0: I always felt like singing would be one of the best things, skills, talents to have because it's essentially free. I mean, you know, you want to invest in some worthwhile lessons and not (laughs) excursions and that sort of thing, of course, but I mean unlike a piano, which you can't take with you wherever you go, right. um, your voice, you can. You can take it with you wherever you go. That's
1: true. And just play it whenever you want, however you want. It's, it's pretty extraordinary that way. I mean, if you think of like Bobby McFerrin, for example. Now, he's a person who started all the way back in the 80s. I don't know. Does that name ring a bell? Oh, yeah. Bobby McFerrin. Sure. Okay, now, most people know who he is. I but, saw him live once, actually. Isn't he amazing? Oh, it was awesome. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, what he can do with his voice. But what he did, his mission as well, was to really, I mean, I think he kind of started this whole idea um, of of exploring the voice in a really deep and profound way, very musical, and getting people... accessing their own inner music mm-hmm. and I think that's what's really important that's kind of inspired by him way back in the 80s right. um, I kind of you know picked up my own baton and said okay this is where I want to go with it and that took us more into nature and mm-hmm. into breath work and breath journeys. we always and,
0: hear it's not really like that everybody has a voice so it's not really always about having a good voice even necessarily it's, it's there's the healing aspect of just
1: utilizing our own voice and not judging it too well. Exactly, or thinking this is a good voice or a bad voice. I, I think what it is is just like it's just like any kind of skill or study that you that you are interested in going into. Um, I might be interested in oh, I want to paint, mm-hmm. and there's just something about paint that's calling me and. So I go get myself some, you know, whatever acrylic paints or maybe some even watercolor paints, and I start playing with color and, and maybe by myself I don't have enough of 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 some knowledge, but I and I might find myself, oh, why does it keep going brown and gray? I don't want browns and grays, but oh, you know what, it might be helpful to know how to mix colors. Mm-hmm. It might ha- um, to be, have an understanding of if I put these two colors together. Mm-hmm. So I think with voice, you know, getting some kind of, it's not so much of mm, being forced into a straitjacket or something like that, but having some frame, some foundation. Um, so when you do your exploration, you're not, Trying to reinvent the wheel,
0: right? Well, a lot of us are afraid to sing. Mm-hmm. Is there something about the fear that
1: can subside, or? Well, uh, the fear piece is what I found with most people um, when they they come for a session. What I find is that it usually goes back to childhood, and really? it's usually something where something happened, and it's either they. With the fear of singing or fear in general that then impacts the, f-
0: the fear well, of singing? Well, their
1: fear of being overheard or heard. Mm, First of no, all, number one, right. being seen and heard. That's a big mm, one for a lot of people, sense. being seen and heard. But, you know, mm-hmm. how many had parents that said, you know, children mm, are to be, be seen and not heard? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Okay. So the seen and heard piece. Mm. And then there's also the over, being overheard. Um, of being witnessed or doing it and finding that they don't, they're so nervous about the process of letting the notes out that they're trying to pre-filter and pre-think it so much that it kind of impedes mm-hmm. their own experience. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because what comes through because they were so, oh, I need to, um, hmm, what's she going to think? Or what's he going to think? Right. Um, will it be good enough? That's a, that's a big one too. Will it be good enough? Will that person approve? especially with a vocal coach. Mm -hmm.
0: So here's what I find. And is there enough for everyone? I mean, like I said, my mom sang. And I didn't really sing as a child. And I think a lot of it was just because my mom sang. So, you know, I kind of took a back seat. And I'm sure she never... Desired that, or ever told me to take a back seat. Right. I just sort of naturally did. Right. And so I—that's interesting.
1: The whole childhood piece. And well, do you think that you were? Do you think you were kind of mesmerized by your mom? Were you? Were you drawn to the beauty? Of I loved sound? it.
0: I mean, you know, just that she sang, and so it was. I guess it was just sort of like that was her role, and ah. I just never really considered it for myself. Okay. And then now later in my life, or well, when I got that message to sing, and yeah. now my mom has dementia. And actually the most fascinating thing is that my mom, they say that the lyrics and the music is the last thing to go. Mm. And she, she doesn't say much. It's, you know, she unfortunately doesn't contribute much verbally to conversation much at all, but she can still remember the lyrics to the old classics better than anyone where she's where she's living it's amazing it's really
1: uh, fascinating so um, it is extraordinary I'm actually it's working good for our minds to, it is to, yeah. completely good mm-hmm. for the mind and it's amazing here's I'm working with a woman with dementia presently mm-hmm. and here's what I find I um, her her daughter just brought over a stack of her old sheet music, piano sheet music, that she used to play all the popular songs mm-hmm. from, like, the 40s, 50s, yeah. that kind of thing. And so she brought it, you know, over, and we were going through it, and I'd hold up the sheet music, and I'd say, do you remember this one? And then she'd be like, uh, oh, sometimes she would light up right away. I'd say just the title. Right. And she'd be like, oh, yeah. Right. Or sometimes, I'm in the mood for love. She'd be like, oh, oh, yeah. You know, and other times there'd be another song where it would be, hmm, No, I don't. Mm -mm. Mm. No, she knew. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, she sometimes thinks her husband's still alive, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's really interesting um, that that she can go in and out of knowledge that her husband is with us or not with us, right? Right. And then, but be able to just see a title on sheet music. And have it. And have it be, it's like the programming of that Mm -hmm. in her being. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty extraordinary. It is pretty
0: extraordinary. I'll be curious to see, like, with the songs nowadays, if if the kids will remember the lyrics to some of the rap songs when they're older. I mean, they <laughs> seem they seem harder than some of the classics, but maybe not. Maybe not for them. Who knows? Maybe right? not for
1: them. Exactly. Yeah. Different, different brain, different, you know, different um, context for them. Of like, okay, this was my youth. Well, speaking of uh,
0: remembering things, yeah. that also happens with commercials, right? Uh... Where we'll hear a little jingle.
1: <laughs> So Jenna Rose has a, has a little commercial uh, for us to enjoy here. Okay. All right. So this... I'm going to tell us gonna, the story. Well, so the story here is... Um, this is interesting. This goes way back. I did a lot of... Um, I started... Boy, where to begin? Well, I started doing uh, studio work, session work, back in the late 80s and then in the early 90s. I... Um, I happened to go see this wonderful singer named Vicki Randall who at the time was living in San Francisco and she was doing a lot of touring and she was doing back vocals for, um, boss Gags, for, um, Oh, what are some of the names? Oh, Kenny Loggins and yeah. so forth. Right. And she was also doing a lot of studio work, um, commercials, ads, that kind of thing. And I saw her at the Sweetwater. I was blown away. I was like, I have got to study with this woman. So I went up to her after her set and I just said, I'm blown away. I have to be your student. She goes, I don't teach. I'm like, You do now. You've got your first she's what? like, she's she's I really, I really don't teach. And she's trying to give me her, her teacher's card and I'm like, Mm-mm, mm-mm. You're the now, one. You're the one. So she said so, so I finally got her number out of her. And um she says, Okay, well, here it is. And so I call her the next morning and she says it's you. I said, yes, it is. It's me. And um, name your price. And when can I? She says, OK. So I think we set something up for like the next day or something. I just love
0: that. I have to say, too, because I always <laughs> tell my boys, I, gr- I trained them growing up, like, how did that happen, boys? Because you asked. It's like, that's right. And yeah. that's what you did. You, just, you Well, you kind of told her.
1: <laughs> well, I, it was interesting. I was like, it was, she knew I was just completely <laughs> right. blown away. I mean, I, I, I guess you're right. I was absolutely like, I was so set on yes. The answer had to be yes, and I had to study with her. I mean, there just was no it was not an option. And if I had to do this for ten years, I would do that. I just had to have this experience. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, long story short, I remember just going over to her house. She says, she says, "Okay, fifty bucks." the hour I'm like okay great wonderful so I go to her house and when I got there she was doing laundry and she she took she was taking stuff out of the dryer and she's on the phone so she's like and she's talking to boss gags who is trying to get her to you know tour and she's like you know I can't I'm with Kenny and so (laughs) And so <laughs> I know it it's a problem. Because, and, half, and then right? so she, she she says, okay. She goes, okay. So she hangs up with him. She goes, He just won't take no for an answer. I'm thinking, hmm, I can relate. <laughs> but anyway, she says, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm already with Kenny Loggins that week and, and, and he's wanting anyway. So here's what happens. I'm going gulp. I had no idea. This yep. is where she was in her career. And um but five hours later. Honestly, we went in and started. I was doing some of my original songs with her and working with her. Five hours went by like a wow. blank. And then awesome. and she, she just took the $50. And, then, and got, mm-hmm. then a few days later, I get a phone call. If it wasn't like two days later, I get a phone call. Um, this is Beth at Keller & Cohen. I'm just wondering if you're available um, for, a, what was I doing, a Southwestern Bell commercial, Yellow Pages. And um, I, I thought it was a I thought it was like a prank. I thought it was a prank phone call. I'm like, who is this? Remember those prank calls? Oh, yeah, <laughs> prank calls. We used to get those, <laughs> didn't we? And back we picked in the day. up on them back in the day. It's like, um, and who's this? <laughs> and she's like, this is Beth. Vicki Randall sent. She thought you might be available. Um, Yes. Yes, I am available, as a matter of fact. So that's how that began. I went over and did my first commercial with Keller and Cohen when they were the biggest jingle house. They were in Sausalito and started with that. And she, this mischievous, this mischievous little smile, greeted me. As I walked into the uh, studio that day, and I ended up singing with her, and that was kind of the beginning of that. And they and wanted then, you to do a few takes, and they took your first one, huh? Well, no, that wasn't the that's the pizza commercial yeah. I was about to sing. So I'm um, leading to the pizza commercial. So what happens here is I'm doing this for a while, and and singing with Vicky and Annie Stocking and some of the other wonderful um, wonderful local Marin singers that were doing a lot of the jingle work there, and um, went on vacation to see my parents in Florida. I thought, well, let, let me just look up and see if there's any Florida studios. I'm sure there are. Walt Disney World. Right. all of that so I did and I walked in they said sure we've got some work for you come on in they bring me into this little booth they said you know here are the, here are the words put the headphones on listen to this gal we want you to sound like her mm-hmm. well okay so she's like this amazing black you know gorgeous sounding voice and soul vo- you know, kind of soul R&B mm-hmm. and I said okay they come back they're like okay great we're going to put you on mic and I literally was like five minutes to study this girl this is this is what i came up with though it it worked out um let me see if i can get some my volume i'm
0: not promoting pizza as an imperfectly vegan advocate (laughs) however but uh we're going to appreciate the jingle we'll
1: appreciate the jingle this is just for for that piece of things um are you looking for a treat something hot to eat call mr pizza man mr pizza man you're hungry. Total silliness, right. It's catchy.
0: Mr. Pizza Man.
1: So for the finest food, whatever your mood, Mr. Pizza Man. Mr. Pizza Man. Whether it's chicken ribs, seafood or steak. There's only one man who can deliver food. That's great. great. You want to serve a great meal, but cooking's not in your mood. Just set the table. We'll bring the food. Just try it.
0: Mr. Pizza, Pizza Man. man. <laughs> <laughs> so for the finest food, whatever you want there's only one that delivers so good. Mr. Pizza, Mr. Pizza
1: Man. <laughs> anyway, total silliness. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So total silliness, but that you know.
0: That was terrific. I. It was so. Your voice is so clear and soulful. You did <laughs> it.
1: We did it! Yeah, so mission accomplished, and we did three takes, and they ended up using the first one. Love and you. it ended up being national, and they were not union based. So I got a hundred bucks out of the whole thing. Wow! But it that, but it aired all over the place.
0: That $50 really yeah, fifty dollars really went a long it way. Yeah, did, didn't it did.
1: It did, it. it sure did. But wow! Anyway, yeah.
0: What about some of your other uh, educators along the way? <sighs>
1: well, Vicky,
0: sure, people inspire you me. And...
1: Well, I'll tell you what, my absolute um, Don Bean, Professor Don Bean, it was an acting teacher. Um, at ECU, I uh, actually started my first year at WVU, and then um, he transferred to ECU, East Carolina University, okay. and um, he had several of us actually follow him there. We took a year off. I went on the road. I was touring with some, you know, musical review, and um, then I went for my second year. And when I was studying with him. Sandra Bullock was in my class. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow, you just really rubbed shoulders with a lot of people. Okay. Oh, and now there's me. Back then. And now they're, yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? No. So, um, yeah, it was. Too much fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was fun. She, you know, the thing is, she was in class so much like she is in her movies. I mean, she yeah. was such a natural. And, she, you know, she would come to class, you know, with sweats and she'd be Tying her hair up in a knot, you know, as she's walking through the door. She just rolled out of bed looking beautiful. And, you know, of course, all of us are primping and promping and trying to. She didn't need to do any of yeah, that stuff. But she, and she beauty. was great. She was so funny. And, um, well. I actually have a picture where. We were in a, a show together at ECU, and she was my co-star. <laughs> really,
0: really? <laughs> yeah, wow. it was it
1: was stage door. Oh. And uh, she, of course, played the the one who b- wants to become a movie star and is becomes a movie star, and she goes the Hollywood route. And my character is all about the stage, and interesting. So you know, I'm all about, you know, keeping it earthy. And did you do Broadway? Enough? Did you do I something not, like that? No, much? no, I didn't. No, for me. You know, so much, Lisa, about the whole musical journey started with my songwriting. Mm -hmm. I started really young, and it was part of, I was eight when I started. Actually, I was four. If I were to talk about my little xylophone first, spring Mm -hmm. is here. Spring is here, spring is here. Bells are ringing, birds are singing. Thank God, spring is here. I mean, something like that. And spring is here. Spring is here. Yes, it is. But, you know, getting into um, everything with music and acting and all of that, going professional with that, Really, just started with was almost a coping mechanism, I would say, because when I was young, um, my dad brought home a guitar when I was eight for the whole family, and of course, I immediately took it down into the basement, and it became mine, and started writing songs and teaching myself on the guitar and on the piano, and I think a lot of it, the timing of him bringing it home then was good because my mom had a nervous breakdown when I was eight and twelve, mm. and. It was really, you know, it was the beginning of me being a caretaker, and I was so close to my mom. And so when she was in pain and when she was in the darkness, I went down in there with her, and I would meet her, and I would purposefully write, you know, silly songs or cartoons. Really well. I'd go into my creativity Mm -hmm. to help pull her out and entertain her. Feeling energy
0: at such a young age.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, so... And did it help? Did it bring her out? Oh, absolutely. I mean, in fact, I was the one she trusted. Do you ever most- wonder if she
0: had that those nervous breakdowns in some cosmic way to get you to start singing? I mean, it feels very self-centered, but sometimes, you know those moments when those happen, like, did that... Terrible thing have to happen even to that person yeah. in order to get you to where
1: you are. Yeah, to be such a blessing with what with your gifts. My mother actually a song that is in one of my musical gift cards, which I didn't think you know about. But mm-hmm. okay, well that's a whole another story. But that was um, I created a, a a card line that had my original music inside, and um, of course my timing was bad because 911 happened and everything I was about to do. <laughs> Um, you know, I had scripted operators standing by and fifteen thousand units waiting in storage. And don't you know, um, nine one one happened and w- when I was launching my company. And so that was interesting. Um, yeah, we had to go grassroots very quickly and mm-hmm. I'm kinda of going off topic here. You were asking Well, me kind of else. just about your journey
0: even from childhood. I did want to ask about that and um yeah. So it started at the early age with the xylophone and then your mother's <laughs> breakdowns. And then and then yeah. how did you continue forth with your
1: well singing journey? Songwriting became a practice for me that was just part of my life. Everything I lived from eight years old all the way through my life, really, is chronicled in my songs. Um, things that would happen to, to just deal with it or to... Um, if whether I was really touched by it like I, I wrote a song for one of my sister's weddings um, she had been through a lot and um, she, with with this relationship moving forward into a, a, a marriage and um, there was a moment there and then uh, I took care of an, an older woman and was really touched by her. She ended up passing away and reflecting on my time with her and writing a song about that. Oh, and um, like the singing Hallmark card. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but better. Uh, yeah,
1: hopefully. <laughs> but yeah. just
0: You know, I'm going to just kind of just let our listeners know that uh, I'm Lisa Tremont Ota with Sacred Exploration and speaking here with Jenna Rose Johnson, uh, vocalist and songwriter. And um, she is developing her new new programs, which we're going to continue
1: to learn more about. Yes. Well, self-discovery. When When you were asking about, you know, where did this all start when you were a child? It really was about self-discovery, coping, and taking what fear, anger, nerves, shyness, discomfort, whatever was going on in that way inside of me and making it be livable and turning it into beauty and turning it into something. Many times if I was really sad, I'd write a sad song. But when I work with my students too, same thing. They might come, they might be really depressed about something or in a really low place in their life. But like meets like it's like homeopathy Mm -hmm. and a lot of times what will happen is parents oh you've got to make my child happy make my child happy make her sing happy songs oh no but it's like no 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 what about let's acknowledge what's going on for that child and if that child is needing obviously it's like vitamins to them if if they're feeling sad and, and, and they don't know what to do about it. They're going to that music to go inside because it's relatable. And what I found many times in working with teens and adults, girls mostly, girls and women. But what I found is that if they could go into that place, that deep place of sadness or depression or feeling alone or whatever it was, and sing the song with all of their heart and really be immersed in that feeling, they'd come out of it feeling seen and heard, not judged, and they'd ask me for, oh, you know, can we do that? Oh, what is that song? And it's it's something up-tempo because now within their being, yes, it's been acknowledged and it's been processed and it's been released, and then they're ready for something else that's maybe a little more up tempo.
0: So that's that delicate balance where there is room for both the fear and
1: the excitement. That's right. Oh, yes. Fear and excitement. Yeah. And it's interesting because going back to the time even with like yes, with Vicky, for example, I was terrified to go up and ask her, "Can I have, you know, voice lessons?" And and to come off as strong as I did, but the terror part was less in power than my excitement. And that happened another time with Diane Shore, who was an amazing jazz vocalist and um, was doing a lot of recording in the 80s and 90s. And um, I went to a master class. And she was my hero. I had memorized all of her songs. I actually basically imitated her. That's the (laughs) only way. I only knew her songs only flattery the way she did it
0: best form of flattery well
1: right? <laughs> so anyway I, I went to this master class and they were going to close off everyone had gone up on the stage and they've got coaching from her and they had their charted music and do to do and they they came prepared I did not because I wasn't going to go up there because I was terrified because she was my hero and I just couldn't do it so I brought my student who was a just getting into jazz. She just loved jazz and she was one of my voice students and she says, you get up there. I'm like, no. She goes, you're getting up there. You always tell me to get get up there. I was like, all right. So they just announced, okay, we're going to close Singers coming up on stage now and I just, oh my God, I was like a jack in the box. I just, I put my hand up while I'm tearing down the auditorium. I'm all the way in the back. I go flying down the aisle. I said, wait, 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 wait. And they're like, Excuse me? And I said, You just have to take one more. Oh Diane's my Diane sure is my absolute you now. She's my hero, you have to let me. She's like, Okay, well, where's your music? Well, I don't have any music. Well, what are you singing? I said, Well, okay. I hope this isn't offensive. Diane, it's your song and it's exactly like you. Basically I'm imitating you. Is this okay? <laughs> and she says, Sure, honey. She goes, here, you I'm gonna love that. Yeah. And then she goes, I'll accompany you. Now up till now she'd be just been on the sideline, oh, right? Wow. She says, Here, honey. Oh, company! She's come over here. What do you want to sing? I said, "Caught a touch of your love." She goes, "Okay, what key do you do?" And I said, "Well, your key." She goes, "Start singing, honey." And I start singing. She goes, "No, honey, you're a whole step higher than I do." She's blind, by the way. Okay. She's blind. So they walk her over to the piano. Her husband's there. And they walk over to the piano, and they did it. She did it one step higher because I was so excited, as you could imagine. I was, ah, you know, your your voice gets higher. I see. You get more energy running, and like whoa, you know. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> I'm up on stage. I have pictures of this somewhere. I'll, I'll hopefully I do. I, some we some things burned them. down, and some didn't. But mm. yeah, well, everything burned down in the house. But some things were I had in a storage unit. Good. Mm-hmm. That's a side conversation. But anyway, that's the second teacher, the third teacher actually, that. um, completely inspired me so i go up there she starts playing i i look like snoopy honestly the pictures i'm going like this (laughs) i am holding it together like just barely completely enthralled that this my hero is playing the exact she's playing she's playing this music that i have sung to her album 60 gazillion times and i'm basically doing an impression of her so when we ended, everyone jumped on their feet. Oh. And they're clapping and they're like, Yeah, because I knew just, well, there you they go. Just it was all meant to be well, the perfect so, closure. Oh, and then this, and then this, and then she said, I said, the the uh, coach said, or the, the person who was running the, the show said, So, Diane, do you have any comments for her? Because you always get notes at the end. And she said, I have nothing to say. Oh, and then she.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she just just started laughing and silence beautiful. Silence. but it was it was. Oh, well, you've had so many just fabulous <laughs> growth experiences and sharings with your voice and Wow, it's it's uh, well, we're we're going to be closing in on our time soon. Ooh, I mean, nice. it's just so appropriate that you're here with me on Sacred Exploration with Voice America mm. on the Empowerment Channel. Yeah, it's just I'm it's thrilled. just such alignment. Talk about alignment. Yes. Um before we close, is there anything else that you would like to share about um your
1: your your excursions? The excursions. Well, I'll tell you what. It's all about having an adventure, it's about self-discovery, it's about seeing the beauty of this amazing place. Monterey County is gorgeous, and I'm going to take you to some very magical places, and if if you're into self-discovery, you're into adventure, you're into appreciation of beauty, uh, we will be a good match, and I will be having... uh, There'll be a website that you can go to, and all kinds of things coming up. Um, literally, this all has been just forming in such an amazing way, and everything's falling into place. I'll be having partners that I work with. So
0: people can do this with you individually, or with a couple, That's or even right. a family, or families, a
1: group of friends. Group of friends. Um, I work with uh, businesses I and mean, team building. I work with um, wedding parties who come early or stay late after the wedding who That's want to do twist. something fun and interesting yeah, together. I, like I, I work with, um, yeah, individuals, parties, couples, anything. groups, all kinds of uh, people who are interested in having a unique experience. And where it could be
0: either what, if, what would be the minimum length of time, maybe a few hours? Well,
1: yeah, I mean, if we, if we go out with um, – if we actually do an excursion, then uh, it's it's going to be anywhere from two or three hours minimum. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be a half day, and then there'll be a full days. And I actually, will be doing full weekend mm-hmm. uh, as well, so right. you can do a full getaway. And uh, there's so much to see and sing. There is so much to see and sing and breathe and appreciate, and uh, there'll be exercises that'll i have you doing that you may have never done before in your life, but... Again, when we bring it back to that self-discovery and to that place of sacred voice, sacred sound, it'll be worth a few little moments of like, ah, what am I doing? And that ah, what am I doing? Will turn into ah, oh, what am I doing?
0: <laughs> right, and whether you're watching us on Facebook or listening to us through Voice America, you can hear the enthusiasm. In Jenna Rose's voice for what she does, and as I've said, I've had both individual sessions with her and um, group sessions. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to the excursion today and tomorrow experience. But she's uh, it, the quality of her being and her presence is just so genuine and sincere and non-judgmental mm-hmm. and um, and supportive. Aww, you know, you. well, because it's true. So many of us do enter this. Um, With a desire and a curiosity, but but with fear and a great amount of unknowingness Mm -hmm. of how to do it and um,
1: all of that. And it's all about starting with the unknown. I mean, that's what I love about it. And when we can befriend the experience of stepping into the unknown and just say, okay, here I am. Here I am. I'm in the unknown. Now what? And I think the best music is great music because of its pauses, its silences, mm. its moments of a sound is made. And that's and, when you take a breath. And then there's <laughs> a breath, right? <laughs> the breath of life. Right? So right. sound, and you're making some, you know, whatever it is you're singing. But the best music has the best pauses mm. and breaks. Like life itself. Like life itself. Hmm.
0: Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> this has been so much fun, honey. right. This has it has been great. Um, I, I, I think we may have a little bit more time. Oh, uh, wonderful. Is there anything else, another. any stories, or would you like to sing us a song or
1: wow. um, let's see. What comes to mind? Well, hmm. oh, we could just do, actually, we can just do an exercise I do with groups a lot of times is one person sings a static note, does one note, while someone does a melody over it. So maybe I can just, we can A, B something, where I have you hold a note. <laughs> do you want to try it? Did I ask that question? Yes, you did. Are we, we did. had the time Yes, there.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah, really I, fun.
1: Okay. Okay? And this is just a great <clears throat> way of, nothing like putting on the spot I right yeah, Okay. Just try one note. Just one note. Oh, I go first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> just you can hold one note. So in other words, here, let me give you an idea. I'll give you an idea what okay. happens. So just a ah, uh, oh. Like, oh, mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh,
0: or something lower. <laughs> whatever pitch works for you. You can go uh, high, you can go low, you oh, can God, do whatever we're you I'm you just want. breaking into these sessions here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. This, I, maybe we're being a little silly. I don't know. I am silly. I guess it does you. can see. You, huh? I can get a little okay. punchy. This is a little, uh, little punchy. There you go. That's the what I would do off of keep, that, so, of course, we normally do this with a group. We have a lot of people keeping that, ah, uh, going. Let's just do it together. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, easier together there you go so <clears> so you can see how if you were with a group right it would be a lot easier yes okay so you would be holding that ah uh, now while several of you would be doing ah uh, the group works off of that ah uh. do you want to try it just sure ah uh, 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 now you're gonna stay with ah uh, 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 just keep holding that right i'll wait <clears> to get another breath throat> <clears> throat> Uh, Oh, that was cool. So cool, huh? So what would happen is there'd be a lineup of a few of you, you know, doing the ah, and you would keep that going. So you'd breathe, you know, you'd take turns uh, skipping. uh, Who's going to do the breath next, right? Just to keep a continuous tone going. And then there'd be an active group that would play off of your long tone with active notes, hence, you know, static and active. Mm -hmm. It's a static active. Exercise, it's Fun. Very dynamic. Lots of fun. Oh, yeah. Lots and a lot of, of unknown because you don't know what anyone else is going to do. You have no it's idea. It's not just you. And yours becomes a meditation. It's really interesting. Those who love, like, you know, meditation or drone and that kind of thing, they will love this. They, like really, they Because they're becoming a drone. Yeah, if you like to om or whatever, they're like, oh, I love this. Om. Oh, and they're holding a note. Oh, and that becomes your focus. That's all you're thinking about. And the people who are actually active they're like in kind of like little perky fairies chirping around in a forest you know you know working off of that note or maybe they hear something totally different you now yo. Yeah yeah and so when you're driving in the
0: car <laughs> somebody coming into your lane <laughs> <"Wah."> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like that yeah for <laughs> a sudden stop <laughs> so much I had no idea I was gonna laugh somewhere I, mean, I literally I have tears in my eyes I'm laughing so hard you do I do well I'm good for that, that can make people laugh. <laughs> you really have a gift Lisa
1: <laughs> I just oh, have too much fun too oh. much fun I just don't know what to say uh, what do I say? No, you don't have to say anything else. <laughs> oh, okay. We have some little... Well... Dabbing my eye here. Yeah. No, but that's that's one little example. I mean, there's plenty of things that once you have a, a group of people, I, I really,
0: I really just... Well, and then also I remember you did a lot with our, uh, it was funny how much we did work, but it was a few years ago, so I got to give myself sure. a little break here. Yeah, exactly. But, um... <laughs> A lot of it is the body movement, too. Oh, absolutely. And just like being expressive with your body and how that can change how much sound comes out and the way it comes out. Absolutely. And just making that
1: connection, being integrated, you know. Mm -hmm. So you're really, it's about integrating sound and movement and and how you feel and not being lost. Standing up up on your tippy toes. And and all of that and drawing up the pelvic floor and... Feeling the lengthening, and you know, you can do all of that, and and do it in a fun and creative way. And uh, as I recall, like even at Harbin when we were, in, remember that wonderful? Um, did, were you in the beautiful space? There where they used to do yoga. Oh yeah, sure. I love the um, clay floor. What right. it? the temple? The they temple. The temple. The temple. And I just remember just how wonderful it was to just feel that clay floor under our feet, mm-hmm. our bare feet, it's and then rounding grounding and then just rolling around and expressing and opening and the sun is shining through and it was mm-hmm. delightful mm-hmm. and and taking nuggets of the work i did there and bringing that now forth with the excursion here in the excursions it's just going to be magical by the water and some redwood forests and oh, there's yeah. a lot of really mystical places i'm taking you that you
0: don't know about i yeah, so there'll be, be a
1: secret I'm so excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. Mm. It'll be fun. All right. Doo, 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 doo. Well,
0: <laughs> I think we're we're fairly complete here. I would encourage all of you, again, to, to just take advantage of your sacred voice. Mm. So it's something that we all have, and with so much um, harshness happening in the world these oh, days, right? Don't we need more voice? And even if it's to express our pain through songs, I'm, I'm t- helping my son to understand, too, like... You know, you, you use your words and you can direct them in, through music as Absolutely. opposed to individuals or anything that's going to cause any sort exactly. of harm. And so music is healing on so many levels.
1: It, moving the energy, what you're talking about is moving that when the that energy. energy gets stuck in us like that, that's exactly when something unexperienced like this can help lift us up and out of that, whatever we're stuck in. Mm-hmm. And take that thing rather than stuff it down, move it, use it. Give it life force. And who knows? Maybe a song would come out of it. Exactly. Right?
0: Right. Well, that's that's what happens. I know. That's what you teach. It's magical. So I encourage you all post on Facebook um, some clips from our excursion coming up and um, ways that you can contact Jenna Rose and explore your voice. We'll be back next week on Sacred Exploration with Voice America, 5 o'clock Pacific. Thank you again, Jenna Rose. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, blessings as you go. I'm your host, Lisa Tremont Ota, and this has been your Sacred Exploration. Thank you so much for tuning in today for Sacred Exploration with Lisa Tremont Ota. Be sure to listen to our program again next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your week.